Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future You come from, baby. Yeah. Uh. And I wanna live the life that I've been trying to live for so long. You're all my baby girl, you're so fine. I don't wanna go find anybody else because nobody's like you. I wanna say that I want you here. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we are covering Kanye's new girlfriend, some new music from our fave boys, and who is actually here for the right reasons. Oh, damn. And this is episode 167. (laughs) I'm your man. Oh, Man. man. Man, when was that song? written done made. Shoot. i mean that was that was a while ago i was i mean the little story behind that is um there's a song in orlando from this orlando group called trill called i'm not locked down i don't know if you ever heard of it it's like i'm, I'm not I locked down and i'm getting drunk it's a pretty popular song in florida but uh um, yeah it was like all over the radio but when i was there i had gotten this guy from the group to be on that song that i produced and stuff he heard oh, the beat damn. and i remember like he was like don't tell anybody he liked it so much he was gonna hop on it but he was like if anyone asks like if like you paid for this feature i was like all right whatever um but <laughs> yeah no that was like one of my first songs that i created that i really was like damn i'm like making full songs that i actually like now like i I look back on that and i'm like oh i still like that song so it holds up for me i hope you guys enjoyed that um and i think it was like the first time i actually began starting to do like uh verses with singing instead of rapping because i was more Mm. rapping early on Yeah, you were yeah earlier in your stuff you definitely were more of a rapper i know so i got into this more of the singing now so um (laughs) clenched teeth (laughs) yeah you know uh so anyways uh v a little little less about me a little bit more about you what's been going on how are you you got a new location background i do i do it's hard to see because it's it's very bright out but i'm in front of some mountains. Um, I'm in Telluride, Colorado. Some Colorado mountains out there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you look but, beautiful as well, like as your backdrop. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. The compliments, they are glowing. Oh. <laughs> you know, I just, I guess I miss you now that you're like really long distance. So I know. Um, wow. Damn. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm in Telluride. Um, I'm doing what I like to call V's Week Out West. 
um, even though it's like more like 10 days, but I was just in Seattle for my brother Frankie, um, his graduation from University of Washington, Seattle, which was a lot of fun. They didn't actually get to walk or like have a real ceremony because Seattle's still pretty like a lot of like uh, COVID restrictions and stuff there. So they didn't do any of that. They, but him and his like, you know, housemates, he was in a frat, but he lives like in a different house with a bunch of guys who were in the frat. Um, they hosted a kegger nice. for like all the families and like whatever to like so come and hang out at. It was, it was a lot of fun. Well, let's but, give him uh, a round of applause. I mean, yes, congrats mm, mine to as well, right? I mean, if, yeah. If it, and if, he just accepted a job offer too. And so congratulations, <laughs> Frank. K. I I know. Okay. I know. Exciting uh, stuff. So, um, how's your trip, uh, like out, um, where you're at right now? Tell your ad what's going on out there. I literally just got here yesterday. So, um, so far all I've done is taken the gondola up more into the mountains, into town and Fun. like done some, you know, dinner drinking, getting used to the, um, altitude. I had a, like, I'm right now in my friend's beautiful mountain house. Um, and I'm like in what is the yoga studio room. Oh. So I had to like climb up to the top <laughs> stairs. So like you you don't realize how like different it is in altitude until like I'm I think I'm a pretty fit person. Like I work out fairly regularly. I think I'm decently in shape. And then I'm like walking up these stairs in this place and I'm like, holy fuck, I can't breathe. Like, <laughs> so that's how the other half lives. Okay. Yeah. For real. Well, for yeah. Real. So, I mean, while you were gone, we had like a little um housewarming or apartment warming for Michael. He just moved to a new place around town here. So it was pretty fun. We all got together and then hit up some bars. It was just one of those nights where, you know, you know how we do. You've been there many of the Yeah, nights. well, now he's closer to the, you know, the Beltline crew. So right. he's like within our little like one and a half mile radius that all of us live in. So mm -hmm. it's pretty nice, pretty so, nice. So that was fun. Um, That was probably the... Um, extent of my going out this weekend kind of took it easy did some auditions so um oh fun yeah but i guess why don't we talk about what what have we been watching we both watched the first episode of loki yeah what did you think like, according to the outline here <laughs> <laughs> um what did you think i really liked it i really liked it too it was actually kind of funny because it was after um probably after like the kegger and stuff and we were all like back at our airbnb and like so we watched it like one of my younger brothers like fell asleep through most of it my brother's girlfriend tierney fell asleep through most of it so it was just like me my brother vince and my mom watching and we're like wow that was great and we like turned to talk to like the other people and they're like asleep we're like lame <laughs> like, but <laughs> yeah they were more um, low-key get it oh <laughs> <laughs> anyways it made you laugh um i yeah. think i like it I like it a lot so far. I mean, I've always liked Loki as a character, mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm I mean, excited I, for I, this series. What I like fold. about him is just, like, how they've made him, like, the anti-hero of this whole, like, mm -hmm. Marvel Cinematic. So, is he, like, is he good? Is he bad? Is He's, like, a villain, and they're really, like, getting into that kind of, like, character arc of him. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of time travel, obviously, so that's, like, what's cool about this. They introduced the time variant authority where, you mm -hmm. know, they're in charge of it's all totally, the timelines. It's totally your vibe. Oh, man, I loved it. But, you know, one of the cool parts was when they were, like, showing him um like scenes from his other like alternate lives and stuff that we've seen unfold in the mcu and stuff and it was just really really interesting to see so i think um we're gonna like have a really cool adventure with the rest of the show i'm looking forward to it if you haven't seen loki 
Disney Plus, it's 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 amazing. Um, yeah, I, find somebody with a Disney Plus if you don't have it. Yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, how it is. Find that mouse. Um, v, why don't we get into some? I don't know. Quick hits. What do we got? Yeah. So, the Keeping Up with the Kardashians just wrapped this last week, and one of the last episodes was really Kim going into you know, her relationship with Kanye and how it was coming to an end and et cetera. And uh, right as that, you know, that ended, it was seen that Kanye is out and about with a new girlfriend, Irina Shayek. I never know how to say her name. She used to date slash be engaged to or whatever, um, Bradley Cooper and several other like kind of bigger stars and things. Um, and she's known Kanye from... She's modeled in some of his shows. She was in, I think, one of his music videos. Um, But she was celebrating his birthday with him, his 44th birthday. So looking like they're an item, which I don't know if, you know, if Kim was seen, especially with like all the stuff Kim's gone through, if Kim was seen with someone that quick after, you know, divorce and stuff, I'm sure she would be getting a little bit different angles of news yeah um i mean what do you think how do what do you think kim's gonna do like predictions like what 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 is her net what is her moves when it comes to you know dating here in the future i don't know i feel like she seems almost like she isn't super ready to date like i don't know like from what i've like seen right now it's all about like courtney and travis and like whatever and i feel like kim's really just trying to focus on the kids and all that jazz. You mean so, Kylie and Travis? Uh, Courtney and Travis, yeah. Oh, that Travis, yeah. Now there's yeah. two Travises in this mix? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I think it's good for her to lay low. I mean, what else do you, like, what do you want? Like, she can go out here in, like, a year, and not saying she has to wait a year, but in a year mm-hmm. from now, people are, you know, going to, like, forget about her being married to Kanye and she's got her three kids and stuff and then she can go back out and date whoever she wants um I don't know though like I I really wonder about Kanye because like how do you how what relationship beats Kanye and Kim like you know what I'm saying like I mean like he used to be the one who was all like she's the most beautiful woman like she's my only love etc etc I feel like it might be impossible for her to be married to someone or be in a real relationship she just i think has backed herself in that kind of corner um i mean i don't really think it's all her fault that they like you know that they are getting a divorce it seemed a lot like no i mean i mean plays in his own path right but i mean like what 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 kind of person i mean she seems like she doesn't she the type of guy that she would need would be some kind of just like guy that goes along with her like a like a first man you know like if she was like a president or something like that she would need someone to kind of go along with her and her ambitions and stuff but it seems like the type of men she likes are you know the ones equally you know as ambitious as her yeah and have like established careers and stuff that you know require so it's kind of like i mean kanye and her both in the same realm of like needing that except it kind of when it comes to women you don't see it as often as men you know kind of following the woman um so i I really wonder i really wonder like what what the future of that i mean just judging off of her past love life it's just so random Um, yeah so um yeah we'll have to see what else we got 
So finally, I've been waiting for this news and it's still not even, it's not even exact. It's not even an exact thing, Mm -hmm. but certified lover boy, Drake's new album. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting and champagne poppy is going to be popping some bottles by the end of the summer. According to him, still no exact date, but it's going to be a certified lover boy summer. It seems because that's when he said, he's like, don't worry, you'll get it by the end of summer, if not before. Yeah, so. I mean, why would you release it at the end of summer? That doesn't sound right, but... I mean, because now the Migos, we were talking about their album a couple episodes ago. They just dropped, and and it's really good. Like, I, mm-hmm. I really liked... And also, J. Cole just Great dropped... features on it. J. Yeah. Cole just dropped, which he'll be like our slapper of the week later, but I just listened to his album, actually, and it was so good. I so, love it. I've been having it on repeat since it came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so... um, Well, yeah, of course, we're looking forward to Drake. Just send us something, man. Come on. Um, What else we got? Um, another another one of our boys who is releasing a new song, um, Ed Sheeran, will be releasing a song called Bad Habits on June 25th. It looks like from the little promo that you sent and everything, it looks like very, um, I don't know, like spooky. He yeah, has like he's like dressed like a vampire it. or something. Yeah, I I mean, this is it's. I mean, I I believe Drake and him are kind of. In the same boat, obviously Drake, I feel like, has a better track record of being able to, like, not really fail on these moments. But, you know, Ed Sheeran hasn't put out music in, what, like, three years? So, you know, there's a... And he's a big artist. So these are the moments where, like, big artists come back after a long hiatus. And either they've really worked during those years. They make or break it, yeah. Yeah. Either they made something really dope. I'll be very disappointed if I don't like this Ed Sheeran. You know me. I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan. Like this song. Yes. This song has to make me bop. Like that's about it. Um, And if if I get anything less than that, um, I might be, you know, sometimes it gets a little folky and I don't like folky Ed Sheeran. I like poppy Ed Sheeran. So, um, you know, <laughs> Poppy Ed Sheeran. That's funny. Poppy, Poppy, Poppy Sheeran, Poppy and Poppy, Poppy Ed Sheeran. Eddie. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, um, what else we got for some quick hits? So, call her daddy has now gone. As of this week, it will be exclusively on Spotify, and it's a sixty million plus deal for for Alex Cooper in the podcast, which is this is insane that it's being yanked away from Barstool and everything. But well, Juan, um, so that's what I was wondering. It's not uh, under Barstool anymore, or what? No, it's 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 no, it's leaving Barstool. Um, Interesting. I'm trying so, to. I'm like reading. The, so what? Does this have to do with like the way she negotiated the, through her the rest of her contract, and she must have gotten some type of way to keep the brand, and then shopped it to Spotify, and they gave her the bag. Um, I'm guessing they gave her the bag. I'm guessing that was it. I'm sure. I mean, I just find it hard that Dave Portnoy wasn't going to match something like that or try to keep it because I mean. That's you know what like, though? I think I think it already did what it was supposed to do for him. Like, it, yeah. it, it, I think it was meant to bring a girl following to Barstool, which, you know, at this point, girls either follow it or don't. Um, well, and now like their main girl like related, I feel like their main girl podcast is Chicks in the Office. Yeah. Um, and then they have like you know some of their other very like Brianna Chicken Fry as she goes by on TikTok is like a big Barstool person. She's on the BFFs podcast with. 
Dave and uh, Josh Richards and whatever. So like, I think they've, you know, they've brought in like, I feel like the, the BFFs podcast talent. is like what Caller Daddy should be. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I just don't think it, it ran its course over at Barstool. I don't think they're able to offer her what she needs for the show to be successful moving forward. I feel like, you know, Spotify has all the connections in the world to get her with any artist or any type of, you know, she's sitting there with on the likes of Joe Rogan and, and Michelle Obama. So I think they're going to prioritize her um, to bring in that young crowd. Um, I think it's a good move on her part because I really felt like her content was kind of d- dying or lacking of interesting stuff. Anymore. It has. I'm going to be honest. Like I was never a big call her daddy person and I've tried to listen to some of her like episodes post breakup with, you know, Sophia mm-hmm. and just wasn't wasn't hidden and it just to me it was i'm like she started to land like better and better guests but like for me personally i just don't think she's a great host Mm -hmm. like she's not good at interviewing people i think her and sophia always worked because like they were friends and roommates and it was kind of like similar to our chemistry i mean it's like they're easily able to like shoot the shit and Mm -hmm. do that whole thing but then yeah, people I underestimate once... a good dynamic sometimes. Like, you know, I'm yeah. watching, actually, speaking of podcast news, I'm watching right now, My I brought it up a couple episodes ago, but my favorite podcast, the Joe Budden podcast. Oh, yeah. Now their two co-hosts, uh, Rory and Maul, have spun off and made their own podcast. So it's like the, the, the fans are split. They're going to listen to both. So there's room for both of them. But it's just like that first episode I heard of the Rory and Maul one, like it wasn't. You know, it was them, but it wasn't what the whole thing was. Like, it's missing the third part, like, which Mm. is Joe and stuff. So it's very interesting to see these type of things um, shape and shift the future of these content creators' platforms. So, um, yeah, we got any more quick hits? Um, Yeah, so it looks like, you know, secret weddings are all the rage as of late. It seems like uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani got secretly married this past week because it looked like... Um, she had a new ring, like a ring attachment with, you know, her engagement ring. Um, and it's seen like there, there hasn't been like any like official word on it, but everything, everything's lining up that it looks like secret weddings are kind of the thing right now. And I feel like if you're somebody like Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, who they've been married before, they've gone through divorces, they've gone through like, you know, they're famous in their own right they're older like i blink why you know you don't have to have another like huge you know out there i also wedding. think like in the last year it's become more common for regular people because um to like elope and stuff yeah to elope or just to like be smarter about this wedding stuff like you're kind of forced to do it because of like the guest thing and you know the uncertainty of some stuff still but you know, a lot of people are kind of smartening up to the idea of like, why spend all this money like on a wedding when we could like put a you know down payment on a house or something, down payment on a house, or... which is a good move. Um, you know, also I feel like weddings are becoming pretty cliche these days. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I know people are going to get married forever, but it just feels like it's becoming kind of like cliche. I don't know how to say it. Or chuggy, as the kids call it. What do you under? Do you know what Chogi is? Do, what, say that again, Chogi? Chogi. C-H-E-U-G-Y. It's a thing that these Gen Zers have been talking about, and it's like pretty much calling out a set of millennials, like kind of like the pumpkin spice latte set Ooh. of millennials for like different like basic things or, you know, stuff like that that's just kind of 
passe. Yeah. But like a lot of things with weddings have been brought up as chuggy, like, you know, some of like the cheesier, like wood, you know, using wood like things for uh, your guest book or like Mason jar centerpieces or stuff like that. Those are all supposedly chuggy. And like, that's, I mean, for a while, like even like barn weddings can be a little chuggy at this point. So, and those <laughs> are very popular. Yeah. So it, I feel like, these kids are coming for our asses. They just are like, you guys I kind of like it. I, res- I respect it. I respect it. Um, well, um, let's finish it up with these quick hits. Um, so YouTubers, TikTokers, they're they're fighting. They're doing these boxing. <laughs> All these kids are getting into the whole boxing thing. They're and getting their, they're honest, getting bags. You know what I'm saying? I, I respect they're getting, it. They're getting money. They're they're getting money. But I mean, I think like for anybody who like actually respects the sport of boxing and everything it's like a little annoying to watch like people who don't have like any technique like technical skills and whatever like make all this money and do all these things but i'm just happy that like you know people like bryce hall are getting knocked out because some of these like pretty stupid tiktok boys doing their stupid little dances need to be you know yeah, it sucks the, the worst for bit. him i mean he did get paid a lot of money i think it was like two million dollars for appearance i think he got like four percent of like the pay-per-view like money or whatever for his showtime or something but uh you know he, his reputation was like to being like this like tough bad boy of like the, of the house i know but if you look at brian and he's, Hall, like, and he's always talking about fighting and stuff and and um uh, please now have you seen the hands on that man they're tiny he's no tiny i didn't really hands look at his many. hands um but yeah i mean i'm i'm glad it's, it's just nice to see people get put in their place sometimes you know um <laughs> you v what made you go yikes this week well i had a couple of yikes moments so mm. chrissy Teigen has been on and off social media as of late but um one big thing that's happened a lot is that um folks have been calling her out for different bullying she's done to them via twitter etc one of the big ones that's happened um is with courtney stodden um who is um non-binary and said that tegan was sending them like direct messages when they were a teenager pretty much saying like to the degree of like, can't wait until you're dead. Like, I hope you die kind yeah. of shit. Um, it, but which is crazy that it, there was a it, time that people really thought like everyone thought that they could talk a certain way, you know, and, and yeah. have no repercussions. Like that's so crazy. Like, and, and then it went for so long, like not being talked about for these things to resurface years later and stuff. Like it is kind of yikes. Um, so what she put out this, um, apology, she put out a Post. long apology, you know, saying everything about how, you know, I I was a troll. I thought I needed to do this, like, to impress people, which, like, honestly seems like a huge cop-out because it's, like, you're, like, giving death threats. Like, that's – who are you impressing? In, in private messages. It wasn't like it was, like, all just, like, you know, in the public. We all know her for, like, some of her – funny or tweets or whatever but some of the stuff was just like literally death threats via dm and it's just like um what i don't know man like i I just think like some of these celebrities just can't like keep their mouth shut like they really it's just like they want more attention than it's like they're famous but they want more attention than they already get yeah I know, and it's just kind of like I always used to like Chrissy Teigen's like personality, and I always thought she was decently funny. 
on Twitter, but there was always like, sometimes I'd be like, ah, she seems like she's trying too hard with some of her tweets. But I always liked when she would like clap back on people like Pierce Morgan or like, you know, other like actual shitty people. And now I'm like, maybe you were one of the shitty people all along. Yeah, like, obviously that's she was an instigator. If you're going to instigate, like it's, it's going to come back at you. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see how the public ends up. Um, if they actually let her come back from that. Um, what else we got for your yikes? So In the Heights got released um, in theaters in HBO Max this past week. And it's, um, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He It was a uh, play, musical, adapted it to a movie. And it stars like some other big stars, etc. But, and it's supposedly based in a primarily Latinx community area in new york and so um people have been like yo my dude how come uh, these are all light-skinned latinas like or latinos like why is there no like afro-latinx folks or why is there no like darker skinned people like colorism is very real not even in just like you know black communities but also in um latinx communities i mean i've actually growing up when i would go to like Mexico on a vacation, you could see who was like the rich Mexicans because they would always be in the shade because they didn't want to have darker skin mm. and like look poorer. So it's it's a very interesting thing. And like we had um, our friend Alma on last year to talk about like the intersectionality of like, you know, being Afro Latina and like whatever and like how, you know, that's something she's always dealt with is being like never like never black enough, but never like latin enough and it was a whole thing but um he acknowledged the criticism lin-manuel miranda and apologized saying that he's seeing the discretion around it blah blah blah. many dark-skinned don't feel sufficiently represented uh and but to me it's just like okay he promised and he'll do better in future projects which obviously with hamilton which is his you know main claim to fame uh, most of the characters in that they're all people of color and they vary from being like, you know, black to Latinx to, you know, Asian, et cetera. So it's not like... I was actually reading a really interesting article about Hamilton and how, you know, it's 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 there's one thing for like representation to be in these things, but then there's also like a concern about replacing, you know, traditionally like people that were white at that time that did really bad stuff by replacing them with people of color now you're kind of kind of erasing like the history of like where we came from you know what i'm saying um i i it's kind of like at that time the people that were white were doing not like they were doing racist things and doing all this stuff by putting people of color into those roles now you're kind of like like that part kind of disappears like uh, just to yeah. like you know what i'm saying i think and i think what he was trying to do with that was more of like i get it but i think like that's yeah. the problem with a lot of these movies that are failing these days is that like there was a moment where like you had to keep doing it but it seems like these type of companies these movie companies are doubling down on on all this stuff as opposed to just like trying to you know, tell a good story. It's like all about like trying to grasp like all these different like Twitter culture and stuff and making sure that they approve by everything. And and as opposed to like just p- making a, like a good movie, like getting the right actors that play in these roles like that, you know, like I'm sure he's not like thinking about like color when he's looking for the person that he thinks would be 
perfect in this role. Like, you know, it's hard. Well, to yeah, no, especially because it's like adapted from a musical, like on Broadway and everything like that. And like a lot of the people who are in it are, you know, trained Broadway actors as yeah. well. So I think that's usually what comes into play. Yeah. I was but. also reading how like Disney's a little concerned about how this movie performed because um not because they're involved in it, but they have the new live adaption of um The Little Mermaid coming where mm-hmm. I-, I don't know, there's like this weird like uh conspiracy that I've been kind of seeing about like how like Hollywood is removing like redheads like and replacing redhead characters with like they're just trying to switch it with another race or something like it's okay to do that and um that's weird yeah i mean i don't know i'm trying to think of more examples what that they were saying also like redheads are like just there's not that many of them sure but i'm just saying though like at some point where like you know the same thing of like color representation wouldn't like redheads be like i mean i'm a redhead why are you switching the fact that she was a redhead in that like is that she bad for being a white redhead i think they're still gonna give like um uh, what's her fetch Hallie. Yeah, but that's unnatural. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she is a mermaid. The I whole thing is unnatural. I know, I yeah. know. But that's, that's what we're talking about here. This is like the type of stuff that they're thinking about when making these movies. And also, I heard that they're going to be trying to, I guess, the same guy that made the music in Into Heights is recreating the, the new music for this Little Mermaid. So they're going to be, when, yeah, they're yeah. Gonna be like ch- changing the songs. So that alone, you know what I'm saying? If Into Heights with its great music and whatever is not performing well they're kind of concerned that switching up all the music and also the fact that like you're you're changing some traditional stuff from the original movie um they're they're kind of nervous it might not perform well i mean already a couple of these live action remakes haven't done well like mulan and and um you know a couple others but um yikes yeah well i just have to see how this all plays out like most things but um yeah i didn't haven't seen into heights yet have you seen it I haven't watched it yet, but I do want to watch it. I sure. Mean, it's but my we have so that's not sure. a good sign. Um, it's, I guess it's still getting beaten out by A Quiet Place 2 in theaters. So, um, you know, the the only thing is that, like, uh, uh, Quiet Place 2 wasn't put on streaming as well. It was just, like, direct to theater and, and Into Heights was split. So there's still that, but... I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, why don't we get into um, some Bachelorette news this week? Uh, you were able to watch the show, right? Yes, I was. I watched it this morning. Nice. Um, because we, you know, first of all, we're on East of West Coast time. And it just by the time I was getting here, it was like going on East Coast. And it was a whole thing. Yeah. So I watched it this morning. Um, and it was, first of all, frustrating because... No rose ceremony at the end of it, but we'll get, but we'll get there. Yes. We'll get there. Um, but you know, we had three different dates this episode. We had a group date that started us first off that was hosted by, I think it was Heather McDonald, I think is their name. Um, and it was all about being Katie's perfect lover because it's the sex positive season, which Honestly, none of these people know what sex positive means because sex positive doesn't mean that like you have to be talking about having sex all the time. Sex positive means that like you are open to, you know, anybody's sexual decisions and, you know, and like, you know, pleasure and things like that. That's what 
it more means than just being all like, I love to talk about vibrators. Like that's, it's not the same. That's why, um, one of the standouts from this date was, um, a virgin named Mike, 31 year old virgin. And, um, he definitely, you know, he like got really upset, like in his little like interviews that they were doing with him, like he was getting like really upset and like being all like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, how am I supposed to be like, I'm on this date where it's all about sex. And like, how am I supposed to tell her that I'm saving myself for marriage? Because he has this giant cross on. Um, and I think he did a great job and it obviously took a lot of balls for him to like, as part of the date, they all had to like present what makes them a good lover. And he did a very heartfelt little speech letter situation to her about how like yeah. he thinks he's a better lover. I for, thought, you know, I thought it was himself. great. I mean, it was just really nice because all the guys are kind of coming at it from the same angle. Um, yeah. No pun intended. Uh, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, he was, yeah, it was, it was, genuine it wasn't like he was trying to get sympathy or anything he was just being himself it, it's it's really refreshing to see someone like that it kind of i wish i wish it didn't have to be around a trope of like virginity you know what i'm saying i yeah. wish like you know he yeah. was just a normal guy i mean not saying that because he's a virgin he's not normal but there's always like that kind of you know storyline to these type of people and stuff um so yes it was it was nice to see that um what else happened what what else came out of that date um, what else came? Well, Carl started to become the new villain mm. out of that day because he, first of all, he's a motivational speaker, which oh, that's already for me. That's a red flag. I would never date somebody who is a motivational speaker because like the, the, most motivational speakers are just like scammers, to be honest. Like that's all you do. If all you do is like mo do motivational speaking, you don't actually have like a book backed by like something, whatever that's, I'm going to hop off my soapbox. But, um, he did like a whole motivational speech that like literally all the dudes were all like, get like, you're done. You're done. Like get off the stage. Yeah, like, that was terrible to watch. Uh, he's the worst, like legit the worst. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, I mean, was, like, stumbling over his stuff. He wasn't doing a good um, impression of a motivational speaker, if that's what he was doing. But, um, yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, a lot of those guys kind of, when you're under the spotlight like that and you have to be in front of a whole bunch of dudes that are waiting for you to go home anyways, it's got to be hard. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah what, what happened next? So then we had the one-on-one -on -one date with Puppy Dog Greg, who, mm. honestly, this date sold me on him a little bit more because Same. we said last week, like I was like, everyone's already in love with Greg. I don't get it. Like he seems like, you know, or whatever. Like he just seems like, and also, you know, people were wondering he went to acting school. Is he like more of like an acting plant on the show? Is he really there for Katie? Blah, blah, blah. But anyways, they went on a, a little like, um, outdoorsy date where they fished, made a toilet out of a bucket, um, wore matching flannel and sweatshirts. Wrote yeah, they were wearing my outfits. Chub. I know, literally, they were wearing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why does this outfit look so familiar? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you know they got deep with it, and they both realized that they're part of the Dead Dad Club. Yeah, um, but before even that though, the first part of the date, what I what I liked about him was that he didn't even mention his his dead dad first. 
You know, yeah, he let her open up first, and 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 you know what could have been a good move to mention it, like right there, because most of the time when someone's talking about themselves and you can relate. Most of the time uh, the, in the conversation, the person kind of takes over and makes it about themselves and says, like, I know what you're, how you feel. My, you know, goes like My, that, too. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, to try to, like, get something in common. But he didn't do that. He he waited until the dinner part of the date where she, he's like, you know, she's getting emotional. She's actually kind of saying how it was, like, hard for her to, like, like open up. So, like, you could kind of see she was, like, you know, um, struggling with the date which wasn't looking, I was kind of noticing, I'm like, you know, as much as she liked him and she's saying all this nice stuff, it doesn't feel like, like stuff is actually like sparking right now. And, um, and then later on in the dinner date, like, you know, she's telling him that and she's like, well, I didn't want to let you know, but like my dad died two years ago. And, and that's when they just really, you know, bonded, um, which was a nice moment to see. Um, you know, I I do want to see more of this guy, but you're right. This episode did make me, um, like him a little bit more than I was liking him last week. So yeah, I still I'm still wary just yeah. because I don't want you know somebody's trauma to just be like the reason to being a good person. Like yeah, he's been through trauma, and like I would never wish a dead parent upon anybody, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but I still feel like I need to see a little bit more right. from Greg to make a final judgment. I agree. Um, so yeah. So um, what else we got? Then the last group date was a cowboy. Well, let's just say that this was a heavily, heavily producer manipulated scene, which we get one of these usually an, uh, a season where it's like, oh, they, for they're sure. like, oh, this is like the crossing the line episode where like you, sh- you're, you're, you're setting up a bull, like a, like a pit bull fight right now. It was, which, cause so first episode, we saw that very out of context fight between Right, and we speculated, I'm like, yo, did these guys know each other? Because they didn't even let us know if they knew each other. There was literally no contact in the first episode. We just see them, like, randomly see cut to the fight, which was, like, such a poor way to set this up. Because, like, if you didn't remember that random out-of-context fight, you'd be like, how come they're being weird? But because we do this. I saw them get picked together. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, there's a storyline here they're trying to push. I'm like, all right, so they're trying to push this whole narrative of them, like, not liking each other. And obviously, like, you know, all the girls, like, Caitlin and Tasha and Katie all saw how, like, they literally wouldn't look each other in the eye to do their little mud wrestling. And they, like, were really going See, for it. this is where I think also producers get in these guys' ears a little bit. They give them enough information to, to kind of, like, react to them when they're yeah. getting up. Like, uh, th- these guys don't like each other today, the last fight of the day. And you're like, what, what? And it's like, yeah, that's all we can really tell you. So there's probably in her ear being like, ooh, like... You know, they don't like each other. Yeah, you know? figure it out. Right. Um, which we never Katie, do. We never do figure it out, actually. That's the annoying part of this whole thing. Yeah, this well, part so actually pissed me off, like this this whole storyline between them and, and everything. But Yeah, like I wanted to know. So Katie, you know, gave Aaron the belt buckle. Like he won that part of the date. And so then they have some time together and she kind of brings up to him like, hey, like I saw you were like really going at it with Cody. Like was there we like and she's like it wasn't just me who noticed it like Tasha and Caitlin did too like what's the deal there and he was just like oh we know each other from San Diego uh he's not a good guy blah 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 he has like this or that behaviors he said some stuff about you know looking for fame and like whatever and I'm like okay and so you know 
Katie, Katie's like, mm. and so then she confronts Cody afterwards at the rose ceremony, not the rose ceremony, excuse me, at the cocktail party, the after party cocktail party of that day. And, um, and like, of course this guy is like, can't get a story straight. Cody's all like, what? Blah, blah, blah. No, I don't like, even so think he, he said that. It was not even – like, I mean, he was caught off guard. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he's also not trying to say too much more than, like, what was actually said by the other person. Like, that was yeah. the annoying part. Like, I, I really didn't even – like, the way Katie reacted to him, he was like – I mean, I thought he was cool and calm. Like, look, I, do you want me to clarify something? Or, like, what did he say? Like, I, well, I don't – Well, but then he, like, literally couldn't get his story straight. He's like, I think he – and she's like, well, is he lying? And he's like, I think he might be exaggerating. And then she's like, exaggerating what? And he's like, well, I don't know. Like – uh, maybe maybe I didn't do that behavior and she's like okay like what are you talking about I feel yeah, like but I, I feel like she, she didn't even get an answer from the other guy like they, we got just as much information from both of them to Katie and it, I don't think it deserved him going home about it like you know I just I just I don't it. I really just don't like you know he didn't do anything and I, but we, I mean she and we felt still like don't she know. couldn't trust him sure so. but like if she I mean, feels like she can't trust somebody why well, keep then him go around, around you know? to the same scenario where like this guy is saying um like this like with the what's his name the motivational speaker guys come Carl. back and he starts telling her that there's more people that are not there which is an idiot freaking move that but, is an awful move he was just that's pot string because he doesn't give any explicit he doesn't give any examples he obviously he's like i wasn't putting anyone i'm surprised on he was able to get out of that like without her like like demanding you know an answer she was trying and he kept like dancing around it. i know that was that was the most impressive thing about him that he was able to get out of that room without having to say something at that moment because he's going to have to say something but um but yeah i mean even then like it's like i mean i don't know if he'll get sent home for just saying that but like you know the other guy didn't say anything about him like he didn't even tell she said he was shady or he said he wanted to be it's like when when did he say that why like she didn't even get down to the bottom of it which is just like i guess it's early enough where she's like ah oh, forget it i got enough guys here that i don't need this one but i always think it's yeah, unfair he brought, cody brought the blow up doll so he could have gone <laughs> yeah sure um well um anyway so we end up you know getting this drama at the end where you know, he kind of drops this bomb for no reason, and she just like is all pissed off about it. And um, and everyone, all the guys are like, "What's going on?" And then eventually, he's like, "Well, I did say something." And he he was just skirting around the idea. Well, now, he kept being all like, he was like trying to like be like, whenever somebody like, I'm not gonna blow up anyone's spot. And they're like, "But you've blown up all of our spots because none of us know what the fuck you're talking about." Like, so this is where I'm like, this guy's an idiot. He's making up stuff. But then here comes the preview for next week's episode, and it looks like there might be a little bit of. Whether or not he actually knows that, like, of somebody else not being genuine, I think he might get, like, a lucky with someone else's, like, story to come out and be like, see, I told you! Like, you know what I'm saying? It looked like that's kind of what he was going to do next I feel week. like he doesn't last much longer, though. I mean, I hope not. He's a horrible, horrible person. Like, I hate him. And he's um, also just skeezy looking. Like, I don't know. I mean, he was <laughs> – he was when you treat this like a game – like it is a game. You're always gonna lose. Yeah, You're I mean, always gonna lose. The whole point is, if you don't make it about yourself and her, like that's going to make it. You know, there's ways of like shifting the narrative sometimes around some of these people. But you know, I think what's his name was like right when he was like, "Yo, but what if there's like four or five more people in here that are not here for the right reason?" It's like, dude, you're acting like a little kid right now. I don't think it matters what any of our intentions are. We just need to focus on our relationships with Katie. And right. And he was just trying to break it down as simple as that. That's like the most 
mature way to say it. And this guy was still like, but what if? And so. You know, and now he's got all the other dudes against him because like, that's not a good look. Everybody already you, you hated put- him anyway. So it's, I think he was just kind of feeling the, the pressure of the day and the date and all that stuff. And then he felt like, I don't know. He felt like he had some leverage or something. So we'll have to see how that all plays out for him. But anything else come out of, of previews for next week? Um, we haven't it, seen well, Blake like, show up yet. It looks like Nick Vial is going to come back and, um, you know, either help host a date or something. You know, and, I like Nick, but I don't know. He's coming off a little pretentious these days. I don't know what makes him oh, think. Yeah, he's, he's just because like, he's got uh, a hot-ass girlfriend now. Because he's got a, God, say, so he's hot. Got a hot girlfriend. Um, yeah, he just thinks like he knows like every relationship. Like, now, I, now that I've made it through like three of these shows and got a girlfriend outside of it. Do you think people think I'm you. pretentious about dating advice? That you are or we are? Well, I mean, I guess we. No, I, if you're saying you, like, let's let's we'll, then let's stick <laughs> to the question yourself. here. Let's <laughs> Forget it. We'll move on. Um, but yeah, so uh, I mean, it was. It was an interesting episode. A couple things just pissed me off about last night's episode, but um, I'm here for episode three. We'll have to see what happens there. Do we have any other Bachelor news coming out this week? Yes. So adding to the list of guest hosts for um, Bachelor in Paradise is Little John, Mm. Lil John, Lance Bass, and Titus Burgess, so um, which is funny because we brought him up last week in relation to the whole Ellie Kempner thing. But uh, I'm excited. Um, I think, and there's going to be even more. I think than that. I think it's literally going to just be like kind of like rotating hosts and things like that. And obviously, um, Wells is going to be there. And I also read somewhere that his uh, fiance still. I don't think they're married yet. Sarah Highland will be helping as well so oh, that's cool um what's it called um i i was seeing uh what's her name's husband tanner talking a little smack about these new guests and kind of talking bad about the franchise and them letting go of chris harrison because he's kind of feeling like the show's turning into a little bit of a circus um, I mean, if it wasn't already, was always a circus, I know, I to know. be honest. But I mean, it, he, I guess the where the angle he's coming from, it's like, look, like I have an actual relationship that came out of this show. And a, like a full ass family. Yeah, kids and everything. And he's like, you know, I, I, it's, you don't want your legacy of your love to be go down in history as like a joke, like show, like it turns into be like, I we mean, got married on flavor yeah. of love. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. So I kind of understood where he's coming from. Now it's like with these guest hosts, you're kind of taking away from the point of the show. Like Chris Harrison, you know, did a, a, a he was insane. Chris Harrison did a good job of just kind of like, you know, the show is not about the hosts. Like it's about, um, you know, the people looking for love and stuff. And yeah, but I think these hosts will be good just even to help with the whole representation issue that bachelor franchise has because like these are you know black um and gay and then black and gay um hosts so i think it definitely um is gonna help that angle and i think you know it is pride month so definitely some good news to drop people were like making memes and stuff being all like because there's a whole thing surrounding pride month about how like 
kink is like allowed at pride and they're like and also so is bachelor in paradise so that was just like a funny little thing because it's like now that we have all these rotating hosts i think it's gonna potentially open it up to maybe more of an audience but who's to say we'll see um any other news um the line dykes ari and lauren um had their twins so you know they are the kings and queens of starting instagrams for their children when they are in utero so uh now now those will be talking from outside of the womb yeah, in mean, their little we're kind Instagram of like posts. uh how do you say their last name line dyke line dyke we're like line dyke twins that was our first season that we covered <laughs> Wasn't it? Okay. I think. Yeah, we're yeah. like the line date twins. Yeah. We came from their season. So, um. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, get it? Um, yeah, good for them. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, you know, that was a crazy little ending to his season. So, um, good, good to see that he is happy. They're happy. Um, yeah. okay. Well, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Um, yeah. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> oh yes, it does. Um, you know, Big you fan. like you said a couple, couple ten minutes or so ago, twenty minutes ago. Um, <laughs> you've been listening to this J Cole album. Um, what I was have. the name of it? It's um, it's uh, it's uh, what is it called? <laughs> you it called? think we'd prepare? It's called the off season. Um, okay, there you go. Yeah, so I should know by now. Yeah, essentially, uh, you know. He dropped this album a couple weeks ago, and I've never been the biggest J. Cole fan. Um, you know, I'm a huge J. Cole there's fan. Songs, there's so. songs of his I like, but it's 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 kind of like when I – I guess I used to say, like, I was not a big Drake fan until, like, I had a lot of songs that I was, like, undeniably a Drake fan. Um, so – um, I had someone show me the album and they were like, you got to listen to this song. So the song of the, uh, that I ended up picking for Slapper of the Week was Pride is a Devil by J. Cole featuring Little Baby. I've listened to this it's song. It's a great one. Oh, my it's one goodness. Of my faves. I've listened to it over and over again. Like, I love the way he sings on it. The beat's so fire. And not the biggest fan of Little Baby, even though he's like one of the biggest rappers right now. Um, one of the babies, you know. Yeah. There's a bunch of babies right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like the biggest baby right now. Um, no, I mean, baby. with all due respect. But uh <laughs> but no he uh he even kills it on this song too. He has like a little verse at the end and um if you haven't heard it yet, listen to that J. Cole album and definitely um you know add Pride is the Devil um to your you know, I mean just listen to this uh, future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. It's right there with all your favorite songs. So um, All your you, other favorite songs. Yeah. If you haven't heard this, yeah. you gotta hear it. J. Cole came back with a banger. Um, so that's why I picked it. Um, V, why don't we do some shout outs? What do you got? Well, I wanted to shout out my friend Chris Rucker, whose birthday I'm here in Colorado celebrating. He's okay. turning dirty thirty. Um, really excited for the rest of our celebrations. <laughs> Happy birthday, you rocker! And then... <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Um, and then I obviously wanted to um, shout out my family for, you know, we had a pretty smooth weekend, long weekend together in Seattle. I mean, when you get all of us together, obviously... We're fiery Italians, so there's always going to be a little bit of a little bit of something, something at one point or another. A little but bit never, of ball busting. Nothing that was, yeah, nothing that was ever bad. Yeah. But um, and then I wanted to shout out my friend Christina and her family. They're the ones who are hosting us in this lovely home that I'm recording from. 
Word. Well, um, I'll give them. Well, there's their bear horns. Um, okay, well, I'd like to shout out, um, I mean, I don't even know if you heard this news yet or not, but like. Uh, I a, saw it on the Instagram. Yeah, I, I got a call last week from um, Chef John, you know, friend of the show, uh, compadre, compadre. If you will. Um, obviously, we just came back from um, uh, John and Ebony's wedding and, um, you know, they're making a huge life change by moving down to Florida. So they're going to be moving in like a month. I'm very happy for them. At the same time, very sad because you know how much I love them. We love them. Um, so yeah. it's just one of those like bittersweet moments. But um another excuse to go visit some more people in florida when i go down so um i wanted to give them congratulations and i love you guys yes, Sarasota. yeah um also a quick uh re-shout out for michael for having us over this weekend that was a fun time congrats on your new apartment welcome to the neighborhood um and then um just a quick shout out to my mom because i love her and um she wasn't feeling too hot this weekend and um i, I just, hope she feels better yeah i do too and i just um i love her so much she means everything to me so i love you oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> you your own ass. uh so yeah that's our show you know i'm trying to keep it like you know short and sweet for you v i really appreciate you you know on your v out west trip you know actually making some time for us here at future bachelor always Um, always you the best um yeah so what do you have any other plans like what's your evening looking like what's your what's your weekend going into well uh, we're gonna go back up on the gondola and get some drinks um at one point um, to probably take some pics cause we'll be kind of like in a nice little summit area. And then we have dinner reservations. We might try to shop around a little bit in Telluride. It's a cute little, um, mountain town, not very big. Uh, we've passed by where I guess Oprah has like a big, she's building a big commune out here. Um, and, or like compound, huge house, giant. And then, uh, we passed by Ralph Lorenz, uh, his ranch grounds which are also giant so that's it's cool we're gonna do some like you know some hiking um in the next couple of days we have some more birthday party shenanigans planned and some nice dinner so i'm excited it's beautiful weather here um and i will continue to enjoy it because yeah. i i, I honest, luckily have not been feeling sick from the altitude or anything yeah, so i'm not I'm, I'm, I'm a little a little jealous of uh, i haven't really been f- fiending for a vacation but like seeing you over there i'm kind of just like i should go somewhere i've got that vacation glow yeah too, you know right? just get a new pic for the instagram or something so um <laughs> <laughs> you know how as long do. as you're staring off into the distance wearing sunglasses you gotta switch it up sometimes sometimes you stare to the matters. right sometimes you stare to the left sometimes you look right into camera sometimes you smile you know sometimes you show the eyes sometimes you know it is what it is but um <laughs> guys this has been our episode of Future Bachelor for all your IG tips. Make sure you're here next week. Listen to us. Um, you know, we're going through some um, weird technical things in the background uh, out of our control. So we'll have to see mm, how. Very out of our control. Yes. Um, is anything in control? Um, but <laughs> we'll leave that for another day. Um, so if next week we sound a little different for whatever reason or whatever, um, bear with us. We'll get through it. But um, we'll be here one way or another. So, awesome. guys, we love you. Veronica, be safe out there. You know what Thanks. it is. Future Bachelor, my name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. All right, deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.